Hey, hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Soph. And I'm Nat. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel, Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party, party of, of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. Happy Travel Brat Tuesday. Hope you guys are having an awesome March. And I'm here with a special guest. If you guys remember her from season one and season two, we have the awesome skier Suze out with us. Hey, Suze, how's it going? Pretty good, Sophia. How about you? Good, good, good. We are excited to have you back. And guys, we're talking about an awesome topic today. Shockingly enough, most people don't know what in the world to wear when they go skiing. So I actually experienced this with some of my friends that are coming up, kind of telling them what to bring and also going a step further in like how rentals work and the prices of them. And I've almost forgotten because I've had skis for a long time. And so Susie Skier Suze, she is a professional ski uh, instructor. And so she knows what's up. She's always up here on the mountain. And Susie, for our season three travel routes, just give us a little background on yourself. Because some of them, some of our rats haven't heard, don't know who you are yet and haven't heard of you. Uh, well, um, yes, later in life, if you never get to be a ski bum when you're younger, then later in mm. life, the world turns and then you get to be a ski bum. Actually, I am a ski instructor here at Copper Mountain and I'm in youth ski and ride school. So I spend a lot of time with 15 and under kids. And um, it's been a fun eight days, Sophia. Yeah. Um, I have been in boots the last eight days. I took a clinic last Tuesday over at another mountain and um, with the Professional Ski Instructors Association. A lot of fun. Met a lot of nice folks from other mountains all in Colorado and actually beyond. And um, then... Um, Ski with friends, we did, so got to experience sub-zero weather, and then the last four <laughs> days, yeah, <laughs> gross, but the snow was good, and then the last four days, I just finished up uh, day four um, over a holiday weekend, and uh, with uh, youngsters from uh, about 7 to 15, so we've had a good time. Cool. So yeah, so I teach skiing part-time in the winter, do some hiking and biking guiding in the spring, summer, or maybe fall. And, um, you know, whatever else sounds fun. Yeah, right? Well, that's cool, cool. I do have a question. Since you do meet a lot of cool people up here between, like, your friends' lessons and then, like, random people you always meet on the chairlift because, nope, Travel Brats, everybody up here seems to be friendly and you make lots of friends on chairlifts. But where have people been coming from? Like, what states? Oh, well, right now we're in tourist season because we're over a holiday weekend. Um, And, oh, I've had kids from Texas, um, multiple Houston, outside of Austin, had a young gal from um, uh, New Orleans. She was cool. getting away from Fat Tuesday. They come <laughs> skiing every year just to get out so they don't have their tourists there. Um, I had a young man from Gulf Shores, uh, Alabama. We've had folks from Illinois, Indiana, New York today. Um, it's uh, Nebraska, Missouri, wow. you name it, they're out here That's skiing. Cool. What can I say? You know? That's pretty darn cool. So, yeah, guys, again, this is a great mountain to ski on. We always we always have to plug Copper Mountain because it's our favorite and we have a place here. But there's plenty of other mountains. And all of this that we're going to talk about today pretty much applies to the general area and skiing in general. So, basically, guys, we're going to start with what to wear um, and what to bring out, what to buy, where to buy it for ski season. So, first, got to have some sunglasses. 
And Susie, do people typically ski with sunglasses when it's like nicer weather? Yeah, sometimes I do. And youth being in youth skiing ride school, it is mandatory that our kids have, and I'll jump ahead, something on their eyes. So it could be sunglasses Mm -hmm. or goggles, Hmm. depending on the time of year. And I always had contacts until about five years ago when I had LASIK. So I loved goggles. Um, I always wore goggles on the mountain wore sunglasses off the mountain. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just your personal preference. Yeah. I feel like I've only worn sunglasses once when it was like Easter weekend and it was really warm because then you don't have like snow flying in your eyes. If you, if you wear sunglasses, you have snow flying in your eyes. But all the Sophie, time. the cool factor, you should wear sunglasses a little bit more. Yeah, right. I should. I should, though. I really should. But hey, um, you also have these really cool goggles that are like speedometer goggles, don't you? Oh, yeah. They're, um, God, I haven't worn them yet this year because there's so many other tools nowadays. All the apps on your phone can manage your speed. So I haven't worn them, but um, they're a pair of Zeal goggles, and I love their lenses, both for goggles and for sunglasses. And you could see how fast you're going. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I remember cool. that. My friends were testing their speed last week, and I, I didn't quite have it right on the app. And yeah, we were getting, eh, we're a little bit older. We were getting around 40. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's fun. So yeah, if you guys are like, are like avid skiers and you want something cool, but I guess you're right. There are a lot of things now out that you can test your speed with now other than goggles but i still think it's cool to like see it while you're skiing and like you're the right, right that's corner true. of your eye you're like whoa i'm going fast good point i might have yeah. to take them out next week right? sophie you should you should take them back out i always thought i was like a kid when you got those and i always thought those were like super like high tech and cool um and then again guys if you don't know we uh you have to wear socks under your boots obviously but a lot of people don't realize they have to be like special socks if you like well, yeah, they should, should not be warm be, enough. They should. They should be some type of tech sock. Um, definitely not cotton. Yeah, it should be usually. I like some type of blend. It could be a wool blend. I like kind of a medium um, sock. Yeah, like ski racers, they barely wear socks. It could be real thin if it's warm out, but if it's cold, I don't want something too thick, but I want something medium thick. You know? Huh, is there a reason that ski racers are like they wear thin socks? Oh, they. Uh, I used to race recreational back in the southeast and. One guy wore these pink hose, yeah, because no you want your foot tight in that boot, so whatever you move your foot in that uh-huh. boot, your boot responds. Yeah, I've always found I have better control when I wear thinner socks and then tighten up the boots a lot. That's interesting. So, yeah, for the good skiers, for, for beginners, it's kind of whatever. But for the right, you're trying to get better, yeah, um, that's a good tip, huh? Interesting. And then, okay, base layers. A lot of people don't know, like, how the base layers work nowadays a lot i remember back when like i was a kid leggings weren't a huge thing so like you actually had to buy long underwear but now every female has leggings and you can just wear if they're warm ones you can wear warm ones they make them with fleece layers so for girls you can wear leggings under your um ski pants and guys i mean they make long underwear for men and women but i I think most women just wear leggings i mean most people my age oh a lot of you wear like actual long underwear no i I wear actually i wear i have a favorite pair of under armor cold weather tights and a pair of north face uh tights and then i just got a pair this year uh what you alluded to sophie is a pair of mamut they Ooh. they don't go all the way down they they go just below your knee and they're fleece lined okay and and they keep you warm because then you have your sock and you don't really need it to go in your boot and they also are making down kind of like um undergarments like that a friend of mine's husband he's wearing like down 
um, mm. long underwear. But it's like that three quarters, like I just said. So cool. there's all kinds of cool things out on the market now that you can wear to stay warm underneath your ski pants. And my ski pants, most of them have a little bit of a lining or or a shell, whatever. But there, cool. I mean, choices. And a lot of the guys, especially uh, young ski instructors, they just wear long shorts because they they're hot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they don't have to wear. They don't usually wear long underwear or tights or anything. They just wear a pair of long shorts underneath their cool. pants. Well, that's a good thing to note, I guess. Yeah, and then for the top, you would just wear, like, I have a really nice um, Under Armour, like, turtleneck that I put on the bottom, and then I have a bunch of quarters up that I, like, layer on top. And then I do have a vest and a jacket. We'll get to the vest and a jacket in, the, in, in, in a minute, but. And same like you, I've got some spider quarter tops. I've got Under Armour, cold weather, uh, turtleneck, because it goes really high. Yeah. I mean, whatever you have, um, it'll it'll be good. Yeah, sweet. And then for, like, a lot of times for you guys to note is you'll do like thinner layers on the bottom, obviously, because you got to fit the thicker layers over. So typically I'll do like a turtleneck and a thin quarter zip and then maybe one more quarter zip. And then if I ever want to like get rid of one of those quarter zips in my vest, I'll wear like a fleece instead. It's like a thicker quarter zip fleece. Um, and then you actually wear, you wear that cool blue sweater sometimes. Yeah, I got yeah. a compliment on it. Sophie's right. So I usually wear like three layers, um, and depending how cold it is to mm -hmm. go to. But I usually wear like a turtleneck and then some type of base layer zip. And then um, um, this fellow from uh, uh, Norway who teaches, he said, nice sweater, Susie, because it was blue with like snowflakes on it. And that's one of my favorite ones to wear. Cool. And then, okay, Susie, for our travel rats, what's the difference between a shell and a padded jacket? A shell doesn't have a lining. It's just like a, generally, it could be windproof or it could be waterproof. Mm -hmm. And then a, a jacket has some type of lining. It could be a down lining. It could be some type of synthetic lining. But it's a, it's got something, so it's just not like a, a skinny jacket, you know? Yeah, and then I do know I've had, I have had, gotten a couple shells that have come with like fleeces so they're technically yes, they shells but fleeces. they come with a zip and fleece those are not nice. really either but they're kind of cool because then you can take the fleece off if you're hot and then um ski pants uh ski pants can be shell or lined too right yeah and there's different levels of lining i usually have some level of lining it doesn't have to be a lot mm -hmm. i find shells well our ski instructor pants are just shells sometimes they're not quite as warm but most of my non-teaching stuff is it has some time aligning you know it doesn't have to be super warm yeah yeah and then you can find those in all different types of brands um oh and then a neck gaiter they do make different types of neck gaiters now those thin ones are really popular and then right. the thick fleece ones for when it's real cold and i yeah i just got a new one um because it was sub-zero i <laughs> walked into the ski store and it was like a punction fleece bill one and some of them are even going uh, any brand are going over your helmet a lot of the kids have them you know mm -hmm. so then that's really warm like it covers your neck and there's an opening for your face and then it goes over your helmet oh yeah oh i also like uh our brother shout out to sebastian he did an iceland episode with the brats so they know who he is uh, but he has those the gator that connects to his goggles so like your nose isn't out in the open okay i kind of like that too i've never had that but my nose sometimes gets cold right and that's my nose was getting cold that's why i like this new big fleece one that it pulls up nice almost to, up to my my goggles oh, so sophie's nice. right there's all kinds of fun things out there yeah. in the market and time. i have a multiple of those just like plain materials and some are like uh more tacky material and um some of my kids yesterday it was a little chilly and snowy and they're like we forgot our gators work we're, we're a little chilly and one young man said he could see that 
net gator sitting on his bed back in his condo. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, Isn't that bad? That's actually a really good point, is when the weather's really unpredictable, a lot of people bring backpacks to skiing. I've never really done that. But, like, today, yesterday was freezing to where, like, in five or six layers I was cold, and then my hands were freezing. And then today I was sweating so much I kept taking my gloves off on the chairlift, and I even... I even took my big coat off and tied it around my waist. So, again, you guys, if you're people that get cold or hot really easily, maybe a backpack's worth it and you can take a couple layers off and put it in. If you're not, like, people, to, if you are not don't have a place right on the mountain and you're not going to, like, be able to go in easily. And along those lines, Sophie, a lot of people bring a little backpack. Some friends of mine, they bring their lunch in that little backpack. Oh, there you go. I know my brother brings beers in his backpack. Like, well, your brother, yeah. Don't, well, do not, not try this at him. home. Let's do not try that at home, travel rats. No, no over drinking on the mountain. And surprisingly, I've had two kids in the last couple of days have a backpack uh, if they're not from here with water, like a camelback or something. Oh, there you go. And you can also do that. Uh, originally, I bought a bladder that was padded. A camelback bladder to ski in, but I've, I haven't used it. I've used other items. But, yeah, yeah. so a, 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 either a small backpack, you're right, so cool. to carry gear, mm-hmm. carry food, carry or you carry know, drink. Seen, I've even seen fanny packs. Yes, fanny, fanny packs, packs. too. Those are big now. I used to do that in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they've, they've officially they come, come back. back in style. And then another thing I just want shout, wanted to shout out is if you guys are going up somewhere in the mountains, a lot of resorts have hot tubs, so bring a swimsuit if your resort has a hot tub. Or even like here, you don't even need the place you're staying to have a hot tub. You could go to the athletic, the athletic club and pay to um, go hit the jacuzzi or go to the pool or whatever. So Or the sauna, the steam room, whatever. And then, okay, so Susie and I are going to play a little game here. Um, it's not really a game, but we're going to basically tell you guys Kind of how many w- layers on the top that we wear based on how cold it is. So, Susie, what, what do you think? Like, what do you wear between maybe like w- zero and five or like zero and ten degrees? Oh, I'm always going to wear um, three layers underneath a padded jacket. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to have a turtleneck, cold weather turtleneck, some type of zip tee or skinny fleece, and then either my sweater or a heavy fleece. Yeah. Cool. And then, then a padded jacket with a neck gaiter. I don't usually wear a hat underneath my helmet because I got a lot of hair, even if it's sub-zero. And then I'll have, well, you talked about layers. That's layers. And then I'll have long underwear underneath my ski pants, usually just one, my medium socks and gloves. And I might have some hot um, hand warmers in my gloves. Or, Sophie, what I recently bought this season is a pair of, of gloves that you can heat, and they're pretty nice, too. Ooh, that's nice. Some of us that were skiing below zero which is a little bit colder than what you said. Mm-hmm. We have both. We had our our, um, our our heated gloves and some um, hand warmers. Hand warmers, okay. Both. And you do you do dress less when it's like so. Say it was like ten to twenty or or twenty thirty, or you still wear the same same layers. Ten to twenty might be similar. I might not have the warm gloves on. Mm-hmm. I might just have the regular gloves on with maybe some hand warmers. Um, that third layer underneath. I'm probably not going to take off until it's probably 25 or above. Okay. Maybe yeah. even 30 above. Yeah. Two That's layers. It starts yeah. to get warm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then you're hot. Yeah. I say I would say for me, if it's like, uh, I don't know if I've ever skipped below zero, maybe with wind chill. But if it's zero to like 10, I definitely have like, I'm, I'm a cold person. You, you get less cold as, than I do, but I'll wear like literally seven layers. And then, <laughs> um, if it's like 10 to 20, I'll wear like five or six. And then, like, 20 and up, I'll wear, like, four or five, which is a yeah. lot, but I get cold. And then my, I really, my gloves, my, Sebi said, Sebastian, again, Travel Brats with um, 
uh, my brother. He usually likes his mittens when it gets colder, but I've only ever skied in gloves, so I still ski in gloves. I feel like it'd be so weird to switch. Ditto. Um, I'm with you. Either so your fingers or touching men. each other would be kind of weird, but um, yeah, so I think that's kind of a good rule of thumb, travel brats. And then on the bottom, my bottom half always stays the same. It's always yeah. pants and then one leg, pair of leggings. I switch out my, my wool socks. And then um, I do have, if you guys are like avid skiers because it's not cheap, invest in boot warmers. It's the best present I ever got actually from skier shoes and they keep my feet really warm. Um, so that's a good way to stay warm too is if your feet get really Get cold. the batteries for your for your boot warmers. Yeah. And, but don't you, uh, for your leggings, Sophie, don't you have like warmer leggings? And actually, lighter? yeah, I do. I have, so technically still only two layers, but I have like some leggings with fleece and then I have some leggings that are just like regular like leggings, but they're kind of thick. And then others that are like thinner if it's like real warm. Cause your legs will sweat if it's like, you're skiing in like April or May and it's really warm. You don't need, you know, fleece leggings on. So yeah, that's a good idea. And then honestly, if I get really hot, like today, I literally got really hot and I skied with like my turn, my two quarter zips and my uh, vest and tie my jacket around my waist. But then like I've skied on, um, I've skied on like Easter weekend with like a, a shell and like one underlayer before. Cause it's been like, uh, almost like, like 38 or something crazy to where you're like, it's too hot. It's not even like, where's the snow going to go? But anyway, so that is kind of, guys, what you wear when you're skiing. Um, and we actually plugged. If you guys are looking to go shopping and get some deals, REI still having good winter sale deals. Um, Susie, you said like 40 to 50% off. And then earlier on, it was like 70. Yeah, about two weeks ago, they had 70% off. So it was kind of fun. I got some other nieces and nephews, some gloves and socks. Yeah. Yeah, and you can get goggles there. Um, and like goggles. Susie said, ski gloves for like around less than 50. That's great. Those are great deals. And then um, I'm guessing usually, because they do this for everything, especially winter stuff at like REI and stuff, would be on sale right after Christmas, I feel like. Or like maybe... Not right after Christmas, more after winter. Yeah, is it because we're winter's winding down? Yeah. So that's why in February everybody's gearing up for spring stuff, lighter stuff. So that's oh, why okay. the season. I was gonna and, say the season's not gearing down, but winter is kind of winter isn't. Yeah. I'm to your point. It's not you know every major brand out there. I've gotten an email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're seeing from Patagonia, North Face. Um, I mean, everybody's having forty to fifty percent because they want to bring in the next round right. of stuff. You cool. know, yeah. So I guess that's a good that's a good time to go shopping, and then a good time to go skiing would probably be if you can get your clothes in February, like March. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what else? Let's see. Back bang for your buck. If you guys are like, because uh, typically like you're not gonna find super like cool looking stuff at like Costco, but it's underlayers. Who cares? You know. So you may not find your poofy coat at Costco when you want at Costco, but they they you could get um what a couple sets of that brand you like Susie thirty two degrees. Yeah, some friends hiking too. That's a good base layer. They said it was one of the best ones they've had, and Costco carries that as well. Cool. And then actually speaking of actually kind of trendy, Costco also carries Columbia stuff. So maybe you could find a cool cool jacket at um, Costco. So that's, guys, what you wear and kind of some cool places to check those items out. We also shouted out some of the bigger brands that have huge sales like North Face, Columbia, Mamu, all that. And on a side note, while we're talking about Colorado, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Rockies or the state of Colorado, check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% that they typically pay an agent, and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. That's amazing. 
Check them out at listella.com or download the Listella app today. And then um, now I wanted to touch base a little bit on what you rent because we did the research the other day. And Susie, you know it well because you're a ski instructor. You're giving your friends five packs and stuff. But um, basically, you can rent skis, poles, boots, and helmets, I think, for an extra charge at most mountains. Um, and then skis and poles are like, what, like 50 to $80 a day? Right, depending if you're going through the mountain or an independent ski shop, you might get a little discount if you have a pass mm-hmm. or something. So I'd say that's pretty reasonable. If you're going, that's basic. If you're going demo, you're going to spend a lot more money. Okay. But this is talking about the average person mm-hmm. that's just going to go with the basic, basic ski package. Cool. And then passes, that's where it gets a little expensive. Passes are usually between 150 and 300 a day, depending on the mountain. I guess so. I don't know that I've been somewhere where it's 300 a day, but I know it's out there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Probably some of the bougie mountains, maybe Vale, maybe Aspen. Um, but yeah, and then you, what you can also do is you can get packs. Like example, if you bought a three out of five day pack this Thursday, the price would be 471.51. So kind of between what? So is it like 300 and like six? For what? For For packs. Oh yeah, between pro- like two and yeah, I'm and just not five or six days. Yeah, what yeah. other mountains offer? You'll just have to go to their websites and see. But yeah. I definitely agree. There are deals out there. You just have to look for them. Yeah, and then um, you can get packs. Uh, oh yeah, so you can get packs, and then basically you can check deals on lessons, which actually Copper does a really cool deal uh, with what two oh nine for a lesson, uh, a full day lesson, and then you'll actually get a fifty dollar lift pass thrown in for that day. Right, you can buy a $50 lift pass for that day. And that's for adults, not youth ski and ride school. Right. Strictly for adults. Uh, unfortunately, youth is probably a bit more. But that's that's a really good deal because instead of paying like 149 or like 179 for a weekend, you can get a $50 lift pass on like a Saturday, which those are expensive. After you take a lesson. Yeah, right. if you take or that before you take a lesson. However you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, yeah. So, and also the last thing I would say is if you have friends that ski or friends that are ski instructors and you're coming up, um, friends with season passes, like Epic, Icon, Copper, et cetera, you can get between 10 to 25% off on like food, merch, rentals, lessons, and lift tickets. So make sure you utilize that because it can all this stuff adds up pretty quick <laughs> that's smart sophie right and and you just have to check your past to see what kind of deals that mountain is going to offer